The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and all-star games and all kinds of cool stuff. Hey, let's do this. It's a What Are the Odds Wednesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman. Super short timer at this point. Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. You want to get in? 713-780-ESPN your number. 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter. At Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates 975. At ESPN 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. And it is a Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, whatever you do, Twitch, put odds on it. What are the odds, Hoffman? This is the, as Palula would say, the penultimate. What are the odds Wednesday for you? Uh, no, I've, thought I've got two more. You got two more? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. This You're is T-minus T- 11 on the countdown. Okay. Uh, this I, is the, I got a day ahead because you said 11 yesterday, and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. Now. 11. It was 11 after yesterday. Yeah. Today is number 11. So Okay. So it is not the penultimate. It's not the penultimate Wednesday. Damn. I've been waiting Sorry. all day to use that yeah, word. Next week, you'll be able to use it on every every show. Oh, that's, that's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. So write that one down in your notebook. Okay. Save it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So today is... Penultimate. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got two Wednesdays left after this. Um, I won't be here tomorrow or Friday. Uh, I probably should have taken today off, to be honest. They're loading up the moving truck at my house right now, and um, uh, I, so here's the here's the bitch. We got like a giant moving truck, and I'm still gonna end up having to take a U-Haul with me, like pull a U-Haul behind ooh, me, like ooh. a trailer. It's not not a is, huge is one. It just your beer in the U-Haul. I mean, it's a lot of beer, certainly. <laughs> My wife is like, well, maybe we could have fit more stuff if you didn't have so much beer. Mm. But then some of the stuff that's, that w- is still needing to be taken up there and loaded up is like my kegerator and more beer stuff. So, uh, You know what? I, I think you've earned the right to have beer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I work hard for the money, right, Aaron? I mean, yeah. Like you, you guys wouldn't I- know about this because you're not the breadwinners in your home. You guys are secondary incomes in your home. Actually, we, so, have, we have a pretty good competition as to who makes the most between us. You know, I'm, I'm not a, in my house. I'm, I'm about you're to, trying to catch up. I'm about to surge ahead in a big okay. way. So, All right. yeah. Well, you've lived the life for a long time of the secondary. Well, income. yeah. I mean, she's you know she's yeah. carried things for a while. I would. But say. me, I'm I'm a real man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't taking no orders from no woman. There. The only way I'm catching up is that they bump my salary to what you're making. Well, that's a good possibility when I leave, right? I mean, if you want to write it down and hand it in, go for it. Well, I don't think they care about anything I hand in at this point. But, I mean, my money's got to go somewhere, you would think, right? So, why not Aaron? That's uh, You know what? I'll, I'll throw that out in the next meeting. Why not Aaron? I'm sure they'll have a bunch that's of reasons best, why not. That's the best argument. Why not? I'm yeah. sure they'll have a bunch of reasons why not, but I, I, I can't hurt to say it out loud, right? Why not Fred? What do you mean? Why, like, maybe they'll just give my money to you. No, I don't. I, I don't need your money. 
Well, I mean, wouldn't it be nice though? Yeah, but man, I'm listen. I'm I'm in a spot where you don't you don't care about money anymore. It's not that I don't care. It's just I I don't need. He's a real rich now. No, Ooh, fancy. No, it's just that I <sighs> I have everything I want in life. I mean, I I don't I don't need to go buy a bunch of stuff. I don't I don't I don't. I mean, I you know I'm I'm in a good spot. Let's just put it that way. Okay. It's not. Uh, you know, it's like whenever you do those hypotheticals, whoa, would you be 5'11 for $15 million? I don't need $15 million to be happy. Okay. I have the life I want. Fred has this playing as he walks into the house oh, every no. day. Oh, God, no. No. So, anyway. And Fred has a, uh, he, like, has trained a hobo to uh, to play this for him. Like, he's not playing it recorded. It's live. Exactly. Speaking of hobos, someone, a, uh, a homeless guy yelled at me today uh, here in the Galleria area. They have homeless over here? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, a guy was... There was Joe. I know Joe used to be here. So I was at the light at uh, San Felipe and, and Westheimer, and a guy crossed in front of me. Okay, that's fine. Well, then my light turned green, and he had the... I mean, listen, I, I don't uh, I, I don't always, um, you know, I, I don't always understand what all signs mean, but I feel like... And I'm not a big pedestrian. I don't walk all that much. But the red hand means don't walk, right? Yes. So I'm trying to turn right, and this guy's walking when it's not his turn to walk. Was it solid or flashing? It was a solid red okay, hand. Yeah. And yes, that yeah, means I'm, do not I'm, walk. I'm not good at this, but that means no. So I said, uh, just so you know, that red hand means don't walk. And he hit me with a new insult. He said, F you, you crooked head bitch. Okay, I don't actually, know what crooked head means. It's pretty accurate, actually, now that I think about really? it. Really? Yeah. You do kind of have a crooked head. What's wrong with my head? My head's not uh, crooked. It's, it's normal. A, it's a little crooked. No. <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it uh, get to me. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure his head's probably crooked. <laughs> probably and that, I don't know. he's just projecting but AJ. he called me a crooked head bitch i don't know I, I didn't really know what that meant but i just said okay and i drove on mm. and, and he threatened to throw a, a cup of coffee at me and i mean i was dude in, how many uh, how long did he have to work to get that cup of coffee I that's think what i'm throwing saying that thing yeah you're just gonna waste that coffee on, <laughs> on my truck go for it pal oh crooked head bitch i like that i crooked think head we bitch. got not, not necessarily about you but i want to start using that okay but yeah, I, my my faith in humanity today is like zero because in the fifteen minute drive over here, I almost got hit like four times and twice. And this this is a PSA, guys. When you are trying to turn left and you don't have the right of way, when people are going straight, going as fast as you can to try to get in front of them and turn before they get to you is going to get you killed. Or me killed. Some guy tried to do that. I was in the right-hand lane, and the guy in the left-hand lane slammed on his brakes and just missed him. And fortunately, idiot looked up in time to see me. Uh, but then I had that, and I had two, two people cross two lanes on 59 right in front of me. And, you know, fortunately, I mean, just like, what the hell, guys? Well, I'm glad you made it, Fred. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I didn't want to die today. Not, not today. Did you see? Well, you know why you didn't want to die today? It's a what? big day. What's up? You see what's here in front of us. The golf oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We'll do that at 5 o'clock. For we those. are a golf show today. Yes, and I am ready, man. I am ready for it. But, um, yeah, and then I had to, and 
Plus, everybody's driving like idiots because of the rain. Yeah. On top of that. And I had to get by the bank before I got here and, and get some stuff done. And, you know, it's like I barely got here in time. Thanks to, thanks to all the idiots. So now idiots. I'm just ready to have Stupid some fun. dummies. Bunch of crooked head bitches. <laughs> crooked head bitches. <laughs> oh, but I did, uh, I did try something different last night with the All-Star game. What'd you do? I pulled out one of my best pre-rolls and just got stoned as bleep. Really? And watched the All-Star game. And how'd that work out for you? Uh, you know what? I think I enjoyed it. I think it was better. the The only thing, though, is all I could think about was Orbit getting booed the day before. Poor Orbit, he didn't deserve that. And I'm just like, and and really, the other thing that kind of occurred to me, and is probably the weed. Orbit's really just a, a furry green mime. That's what he is. He's a mime. I mean, kind of. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's okay to hate mimes, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Orbit's not a mime. He's better than that. Does he talk? No. Does but- he perform? Yeah. Okay. Mime. Doesn't paint his face. Uh, doesn't have to. Yeah, that's what mimes do. And, and how do we know? How do we know he, he doesn't paint do. his face? We don't see his face because you he's see Orbit. his face. No. It's green. Yeah, well. That's not paint. I've, he's always fur. smiling. I've seen mimes without paint. Mm. They're not very good. Those people, they're not mimes. Those are amateur <laughs> mimes. Once you graduate to the bigs, you get paint. <laughs> somebody uh, somebody make, brings up a good point. If he's a hobo, he has the right of way all the time. That's not true. God, thank God I'm moving to a place where there's no homeless people. Mm. You think you, you there's homeless what? people in Vegas? Dude. <laughs> well, <sighs> yeah, like there's that one part of the strip. <laughs> but you know what? You're not going to be there a lot. I'm so not. You, and the other part, there's like this whole underground area, like, like in the tunnels there, that's just full of homeless. So you, 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 as long as you don't go there, you'll be fine. I'm not going underground there. Well, why? I don't know. Because of earthquakes. Well, do you have those? No, but it could happen. Mm, okay. Also because of homeless. Yeah. But there's a, and yeah, I don't know where I saw this. I saw some documentary, but there's like a, uh, it's like a drainage area or something, which obviously never gets used because. Because it never rains there. Yeah. And it's all full. There's like a huge homeless population there. And and it makes sense that you would want to be underground in Vegas during the summer if you're homeless. It does make sense. So those, those places, if you just, uh, if, you know, if you don't go there, you don't have any problems. It'd be all right. Why is Molly's game trending in the United States? I don't know. I don't like the uh, I don't like the way this uh, these odds worked out. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't looked yet. I had a couple guys that I had a good feeling on, and now the way that the uh, the odds are made, I, I'm not feeling as good about them. Okay, let me take a look. I'm gonna have to draw guys from uh, like as, it always works this way. The guy a guy that I'm looking for as a long shot is the last guy in a uh, in a in a pod. Yeah. Aaron does that on purpose, I'm sure. Yes, that's exactly what I explained to you when I told you how you, I did it. And you said, yep, that makes sense to me. Well, yeah, but that was before I saw it. Now it's making less sense. That's why I went by numbers and not by names. Well, you should have known. And, uh, you know. You, I, I think it's just true. Nothing I'd ever do is good enough. Well, it's your job to anticipate my needs, really. is that, That's the job. I and mean, in, in so this why situation. Why didn't you just say, hey, four times during this year, you're just going to hand me $20 then? No, I, listen, I'm going to work around it. I'm going to work around your incompetence because that's what I do. <laughs> All right. We got to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
your clock and grab your job. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And I'm still trying to get the... uh, hang of responding to people on Twitch. I was trying to respond to someone, and I actually responded to the wrong thread. But uh, uh, Marty was asking me if I watched that horse player show about five or six years ago, and it was funny. I did, and we actually had uh, Peter Rotondo on the show to talk about it when it was on. I mean, the show was pretty boring, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But it was like everybody on that show I knew. You know, the guys I'd played in tournaments with and hung out at the track with. And then somebody else says, that guy crossing the street was me. I was just walking back to work from the coffee shop, and you came flying through the light, you crooked head-ass bitch. That's, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't believe that guy had a cellular telephone device to even uh, twitch or text that in. So I, I noticed that like Rounders was trending in Molly's game. Well, Barstool Sportsbook tweeted out, what's the best gambling movie? And here's what they listed. Casino. Don't consider not a gambling, not a gambling movie. movie. That is a mob movie. Are we all in agreement on that? Yeah. Ocean's Eleven. Not a not a gambling movie. A heist movie. Okay, so I'm I'm drawing a line through those two right there. Two for the money. It's horrible. Not a good movie. The movie's terrible. Uh, the undisputed champion, in my humble opinion, Rounders. Okay. Uh, you'll love this. Also, one. in a lot of ways, not even. I mean. If a movie were just about gambling, it would be boring. Yeah, well, like, I mean, Rounders isn't just a gambling. No, it's movie not. Either. It's a it's a con movie. It's all kinds of stuff, which is what makes it so great. But at its heart, I think it is a poker movie, poker gambling, uh, just like Two for the Money is. Well, really bad, but about sports betting at, at its heart. So I'll give it that. Here's one that I know you're going to vote for: Uncut Gems. I don't like that movie. I'm with you. Peace and Love. That was a bad movie. Sorry, I know everybody thought it was good and it got nominated for stuff. That wasn't good. I'm not it was just a bunch of yelling. It was. It was a bunch of yelling and, you know, I I, I just I didn't enjoy it at all. Molly's Game, overrated. Uh, and part of it is, if I hadn't read the book, because the book named all those guys that were, like it didn't name Tobey Maguire in the movie, but Tobey Maguire was the a-hole in the book. And... And then the movie got into all her drug problems, which the book didn't. So I kind of thought, boy, this is pretty disingenuous. So I didn't. I did not enjoy the movie. Seven Days to Vegas. Don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Twenty One. Uh, that's not a great movie. It's not an awful movie. It's no, not a great movie. I, I would say at least it belongs on your list. But what this I, does, what this really proves, is there's not a lot of great movies that are about gambling. Well, it also proves that not really the best choice here. Um. I will go to my grave saying Let It Ride, greatest horse gambling movie ever um, with Richard Dreyfuss and Terry Garr. The, you know, there's not a lot of great ones. I mean, to me, Rounders is, is the best. So, um, and yeah, 21 was solid. And so it says The Sting. Sting is a con movie. So that's the problem. A lot of gambling movies are also con movies. So, for instance, Digstown, technically, you could call it a sports movie because it's about boxing, but it's really a con con movie. So there. 
Ooh, somebody mentioned that owning Mahoney. That's a good one. That's based on a true story, by the way. And good point from someone who says a big short should be a gambling movie. That is still one of the most depressing movies I have ever seen. It was really well done. But as soon as it was over with, I'm like, I'm day drinking today. <laughs> Not that I needed an excuse, but all right. There you go. So uh, you're not being distracted by already looking over your golfers. I you? might be looking at my golfers a little bit. Mm. I care about our gambling more than I care about <laughs> gambling movies. Oh, do you have an idea how you're going to go? Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly how you I'm got a go. game plan. Yeah, I've got a good one. Um, a couple of somebody mentioned Mississippi Grind. That's a that was an indie film that had uh, Ryan Reynolds in it. I don't know if, if if you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. It's uh, it was surprisingly good. I just watched it because the wife saw Ryan Reynolds was in it, and it turns out it's a gambling movie. I'm like, okay, I'm good well, with this. Work, huh? Yeah. And uh, what was the other one you guys mentioned on here? Uh, somebody said uh, uncut junk gems gave me anxiety. Yeah, kind of with you. But uh, casino's good, but also lots of yelling at each other. Not as eh, usually after you shoot somebody. But also not not a gambling movie. So, 713-7 Longstyle wants uh, over under on how many times uh, crooked head ass bitch will be said today. I think just crooked head bitch, right? Crooked yes. head bitch. Yeah. That's the actual phrase. So, yeah. Let's, uh, what does it even mean? Um... And no, Casino Royale is not a gambling no. movie. It's a it's an action movie that has a scene of gambling. And the gambling scene is probably the worst part of the movie, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. But the movie itself is actually pretty decent. Yeah, I like it. Um, would The Hustler be a gambling movie? Not really, because that also, con movie. One of the great con movies of all time. Like You want to do that list, you can pull some good ones out. I mean, at this rate, all you do is just throw in Vegas Vacation as a gambling movie because there's more gambling in there than there is in like Casino Royale and uh, Ocean's Eleven and all that. Hmm. If you're going by those standards. And uh, a friend of mine asked me what about Maverick, gambling movie or Western? And good question. Again, built around at one poker game. But I think at, at, at its heart, I'm going to go Western. I think so, too. It's close, though. Let's, uh, let's get Gary on. What's up, Gary? It's nice that I can actually read the guy's name on here. How about that? Sports. Just, not sure if y'all touched on it. I'm just getting in the car. But just want to talk about the Texans and this policy that they have with the only season ticket holders can come to the open practices, which is ridiculous. Um, and My biggest takeaway is the one good thing about football and sports is that it's real life. And so all of the BS decisions that they've made, all of the trades, the Bill O'Brien, the Jack East to be, all of these things that, you know, people are trying to justify that, you know, it's not that bad. If we trade Hopkins, you know, we'll have a more diversified attack. It's a bunch of crap. It's just, it's finally good, even though I'm a fan, just to see that real life exists. The Texans are a trash franchise. Nobody wants to come, to, you know, they, they're having trouble selling tickets. I feel like I was 30,000, some crazy number on the season ticket list, maybe like four years ago. And they were blowing up my phone this year, and I had zero interest in even going or even taking their phone call. So just wanted to say the policy is trash, but it's really just a reflection of all of the bad decisions that they've made. And I'm glad that it's just coming to life, and hopefully they start making some changes. 
Well, I can't disagree with anything that you just said. No, I'm actually uh, glad. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted but, to get to it. But regarding that policy, there's two things. One, you understand because, like you just said, they're having trouble selling season tickets. They 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 need some sort of they need to incentivize people to get season tickets. The other thing is, who the hell wants to go to Texans open practices? Oh, some people love that man. I, I've been out there when when the fans are there, and they of course back then there was actually guys to watch. But here, here's, and I, I agree with them 100% on this, and, I, and I, I really wanted to dive into this a little bit because, you know, they also leave open the fact that there might be some tickets available for non-season ticket holders. And basically, just in case we can't even get enough season ticket holders to come to practice, we might open it up. But to me, if you're going to do this, you know, you need to be doing it to cultivate people who you want to be season ticket holders. Because I'm pretty sure the ones that still have season tickets, you can pretty much walk up and pee in their face and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, at, at this stage, that's Toro Tommy. That's people like that. They're not going anywhere. So maybe you should try to be reaching out to people who are on, let's say, on your waiting list. Maybe, try, hey, come out to a practice for free. Check it out. Free beer. That always works well. Give them free beer. And then have your season ticket people there and don't let them leave without signing up for season tickets. I mean, you know, maybe even if you have to put them in that little jail cell you have until they, they pay up, you go right ahead. But I mean, it's just such a, it, we've seen this now going on two years. What a clueless organization they are. And there was a time the, the Texans were the hot chick around here. They could have whoever they want. They didn't have to work at it, right? They didn't have to promote stuff. They didn't have to, to do ticket specials. They never had to do anything. People just lined up to, to bang them. That's, that's how they've been forever. Well, now they've put on a few pounds, and people see that maybe their personality isn't great for a person who is not really that attractive right now. So maybe people aren't going to line up. It's just it's, it's such an arrogant organization that right now hasn't figured out maybe they shouldn't be uh, – Arrogant. That's my thoughts on it. They'll stay arrogant. Of course they will. Of course they will. And it's going to be up to the people. It's going to be up to to the rest of us to let them know they're being arrogant. And if they want us to love them again, maybe get on the treadmill for a bit. Eat my balls. Or that, yeah. Uh, Did did we start something with this? Yeah. All right. Let's talk to Trent. Hello, Trent. Trent. Trent Sports. Hey, how's it going? It's going sports still. Hey, man, I'm just uh, I'm thinking we're talking about gambling movies and uh, Lucky Number 7. I know that was kind of based on horse racing. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, oh, that Lucky Number 11. Yeah, I was. Strong. Are you in on that one? I like it. I mean, it's, okay. it's not making my top five. Okay. I know I did a top five for Sports Map many years ago. Is there a good horse racing movie? Uh, Let It Ride, by far the okay. best. What about Sea Biscuit? Um, it's not a gambling movie though. I mean, no. it's it's about. I mean, it's about a horse and it's about horse racing, but there's very little gambling in there at all. Yeah, you're right. So that one doesn't count. But uh, Let It Ride is a bunch of degenerates with Richard Dreyfus and uh, David Johansson as a cab driver and Terry Gar and. David Johansson overhears a trainer who's fixing a race in his cab. 
And so they put a bunch of money on the horse that wins at a big price, and then all of a sudden Richard Dreyfus can't do anything wrong the rest of the day, which which I love because every everybody who's ever gambled goes on those heaters, right? Oh yeah. And so this was like the day of a lifetime for him, and um, and it's just real funny because it's got all all these little great details about how people act at the racetrack, and it's all about the gambling. It's not about the horses at all. So it's an older movie, and if you're into uh, you're into sports at all, I highly recommend it. Or in sports gambling at all or horse gambling, either one. And, you know, it, it's got some Hollywooded up stuff. It's also got uh, What's-Her-Face who plays poker now back when she was young and spilling out of her Jennifer dress. Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. Oh. Boy, she, she looked good in that. All right, get Jerry on real quick. What's up, Jerry? Hey, sports guys. Sports to you, Jerry. Yeah, I got a couple of oldies that Fred will probably know. Um one is called the Cincinnati Kid with Steve McQueen. Good one. And yep, the other is is a yeah, is a comedy western called Big Hand for the Little Lady. Oh, I've never heard of this. Uh, hmm. No, yeah. Is that a pornographic up. film? <laughs> no, you would think so. Uh no. no, but it's good. It's a it's a woman who has a hand and they never show you the hand until the end because she's got like her property on as a bet and it's against this bank and she gets all these people in there to look at her hand, but the bank doesn't know what it is. And it ends up being a bluff at the end. And she, she keeps her property, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, I'm going to miss you. AJ have fun in Vegas, bro. Thank you, brother. All right. So I did write the five greatest gambling movies of all time. May 29th, 2019. Number five, I had the hustler. So I guess I have the hustler as a gambling movie and not a con movie. Number four, Cincinnati Kid. Number three, Owning Mahoney. Number two, Let It Ride. Number one, Rounders. All right. And uh, my just missing out was The Gambler with James Caan, not the remake with Donnie Wahlberg. No. And Mr. Donnie Wahlberg or Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg? Okay. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Now, uh, Donnie uh, Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. Mark, uh, <laughs> Mark was and in... And he's in uh, Blue Bloods, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the remake, not nearly as good as the James Caan version. Not horrible, as, as remakes go. Uh, and then uh, Mississippi Grind, I also mentioned as a honorable mention. I got a good feeling about this golf, this this the Open Championship. Do you really? I do. I got a good. I, fe- I, I like the squad I'm eyeing. Now a lot of it depends on where my pick lands, but I've got guy like really the only one that you worry about people taking your pick in is the first one, right? The first tier. No, no. I, I mean, you're well, worried I'm going to get guys from you in the bottom tier. Yeah, that because I have I've got two guys targeted. That I'm really worried one of you guys is going to snatch. Oh, I hope I do. Hope I mm. snatch him. So, <laughs> uh, rather ha- be the oh, never mind. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy What Are the Odds Wednesday. Uh, some good stuff on the text line. Somebody, did you finish Black Widow? I did. And uh, did Pretty you, solid, yeah. Okay. It's a good movie. You'll like it, I think. It's not, uh, it's, it's not as boring as I thought it would be. Like... Um, 
I think they do a pretty good job with the origin story. I didn't think I cared about her origin story either. Yeah, but it was it was pretty good. Right. Well, we'll probably watch it over the next couple of days, but you know, it's because the wife wants to watch it, so I'll see it at some point. But I'm glad to hear that it's not that it's not awful. <laughs> I want you to answer this once you watch it. I mean, I guess this happens to everyone. I think Scarlett Johansson's losing a little on her fastball. Yeah, um, I don't. Th- I, I don't think she's uh she's getting it up there quite like she used to. I I, I don't know that the um that her body of work is quite the same as it used to be. Is it that, or was it made to be that way? I my wife said she thinks in the Avengers movies they CGI'd her pretty hardcore, and then they didn't in this movie. Maybe they should have just kept doing it. Mm. You're killing the dream. Yeah, you need the illusion, right? Yeah. That's that's like Scarlet used to be one of those chicks that had uh usually women are blessed in one of two ways, if you know what I mean. They either have the junk in the trunk or they've got you know healthy the, lungs. Yeah, good lungs. Scarjo and and then you can you can debate, you know, what what's natural gifts from God and what's you know, natural gifts from doctors. I mean, but God created doctors, so what's the for, problem? Yeah, for what reason? Exactly. Obviously. Yeah, for enhancement. Uh, although I'm a I'm a fan of the natural. Um, I'm just a fan of any of them, frankly. <laughs> but yeah, Scarlett was she was blessed on both ends, and um, it's not featured in this film. Like you'd think that would be sort of a uh, like if you're going to pay to have Scarlett Johansson in your movie. I want to feature the assets. Not really. Hmm. Like, you know, in the Avengers, she always wears that costume where like, yeah. it's cut to here and they're, they're just like bursting out. Yeah, none of that. I don't know. I, I'm her, fa- her face looks a little bit older, too. Well, she is older. I mean, that's natural. Uh, yeah. that's, but listen, man, get it, fix it. Hmm. You got one job, doctor? I, yeah, I, doctor Strange? Well, first of all, I think uh, in the Marvel movies... Other than Natalie Portman, they don't go out of their way to make them look really hot for the most part. Because mm. they're, you know, I don't know if they're trying to avoid stereotypes. What about that green alien? Now, chick? that's hot. That's I hot. Knew you liked yeah. her. Nebula and uh, Gamora. Yes. Well, Gamora is a blue chick and she's bald. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know it's two, two categories yeah, that's, for That's you. Nebula. Gamora is the green one. Well, yeah, that's what I just yeah. said. No, Gamora is a green one. Gamora, the hotter one. But Nebula, ooh, definitely. Uh, Henry says he's been listening since he moved back to Houston in 2010. Tomorrow is moving to Birmingham for a new job. Birmingham. He says, I've listened to you guys nearly every day, and y'all have given me a ton of laughs. Cheers to you and all the degenerates. I'll be listening on the app. Oh, well, I thought you were quitting. I mm. thought you were moving away because I'm moving. That would have made me feel better mm. if you'd been like, you know what? Once I found AJ was moving, I just moved to Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, I assume it's Birmingham, Alabama. It could be. Isn't there a Birmingham, England? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. So it says, Titanic's a gambling movie. Leo gambled (laughs) his way on the ship. It's true. Silver Linings Playbook. Great movie. Interesting question, yes, because but it, it does have a big bet and has gambling behind it, but I think that's more of a rom a rom com. That's like a really good movie, though. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say I'm a fan of that movie. Uh, I'm I'm not either. I'm a real man. I can I can say that. Hmm. 
Let me say it's because she was also directing. She didn't want to be seen as if she as a oh, sex symbol. Oh, so she's uh, like Lily from AT and T. Yeah. Now. Okay. You know what? Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one of the other guys. One of the other. Don't try to direct and star. That never works. I don't like that. See, one now you're bit. turning me off to one to watch this movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she came out and said she was pushing for her character to be less sexualized than how it was in earlier movies. I didn't find her that sexy in the earlier movies, though. I thought they already were doing that. But we shall see. 713-780-ESPN is the number. 713-780-3776. If you want to get in, we'll take some calls here on a What Are the Odds Wednesday. And, um, you know, we... uh, Wanted to get back. I want to get back to the All Star thing for a minute because all the talk of Otani and how that became a bigger subject because of, of Stephen A. I got a good kick out of uh, Vlad Junior. using a translator after the game. Oh, that is! I didn't know that that happened. But that's <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, another guy who is in the future face of baseball conversation right now. Yeah, is certainly. Vlad Junior. I think it's Tatis, Otani, and Junior, but Otani's only been this year. Let's uh, let's have this conversation again in a month if he pulls something again and he well, disappears. Ideally, uh, now this may be considered racist, but I'll I'll say it anyway. It would help if Vlad didn't play in Canada. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Except the the one difference. I with, guess they are. Were they playing in Buffalo or something? Right like now, that? yeah. But I mean, in general, the the big difference there is you have an entire country as your fan base. Yeah, but we don't care about that. You, know, you may not care, but there's 30 million people up there who care about that team. So uh, it, it's it's actually it's a market that, that people here don't care about. When's the last time that the Blue Jays had like a, a megastar? Um, a guy like this? It's probably never, right? No, that's not true. They won two World Series. They were they were loaded with guys, right? Was Joe Carter a megastar? No, but they had guys on that team. I'm going to go back and look, but they they had Hall of Famers on that team. Roberto Alomar, he wasn't a megastar. He was pretty damn. I mean, he was big, a very yeah. good player. I'm talking about a guy who could be considered one of the faces of baseball. Um, well, how many teams can you say that about? I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, but even even a couple years like ago, they, they, I mean, when they had was uh, good, they had like it was like Robbie Alomar, and, Joe and Carter, Josh Donaldson was John an MVP. Olerude. Josh Donaldson was an MVP candidate a couple of years ago. He was very good, but he's not a star. Well, I mean, again, we're talking. I'm just saying, I think that that plays into it. Where you are plays into it. It's and Toronto's not a market that's producing stars. And it's uh, not, well, but let's let's have that conversation about every market that's not New York or L.A. Then, okay, I mean, how many mega stars are on the Astros? I mean, Justin Verlander's been a megastar. Yeah, but he didn't do it. I mean, he he was brought it here. He didn't. Sure. He was a megastar in Detroit. I mean, Nolan Ryan. I mean, that's probably the only one they've ever had that was a real mega, like a transcendent star. But even then, I think he was he was that in Texas. I'm not even sure he was as big nationally. I mean, he was he was big. But see, I, I think you can make that case about. I mean, a lot I think of these guys. by the time he got to the like when he was with the Angels, when he was with the Astros, with the Rangers, he was already a, a, a megastar. That wasn't changing one way or the other. Uh, he was a megastar here in Texas. Yeah. I, I think there's no doubt about that. But uh, in New York, he didn't play. I mean, he he wasn't a big star in New York. 
Well, I mean, he was uh, his first what three years in in the league. Yeah, where the I Mets, mean, and he you know he never did, he won a World Series there. Yeah, barely, but, but yeah. So I mean that that's the thing when you want to start defining megastars, most baseball guys are going to be regional. That to to get somebody who transcends everything, and like look, Nolan Ryan's one of the biggest stars in the history of this state. Let's let's not uh, in any way diminish sure. that, but. You know, even when he was with the Angels, as good as he was. But I think maybe that's what it is. And maybe, you, like, you can't really be a, a face of baseball unless you're in a certain market. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, although Tatis is in San Diego, it's not a huge market. Barry Bonds was the biggest guy in sports, in sports probably for a while, and he was a San Francisco giant. King Griffey Jr. was a megastar in Seattle. Yeah, I, I, I think your definition of megastar and mine are a little different. I mean, I, to me, if we're talking about not just great players, but great players who are transcendent, and it, it's it's guys like Derek Jeter. Yeah, sure. Uh, Derek Jeter is the definition of that to me. Yeah, I and, don't I don't disagree. And I think. Uh, but do you think King Griffey Jr. and Barry Bonds weren't? No, I think Bonds Bonds was up until, you know, up until his head exploded and he got and, and people started. See, that's the problem. The guys who were the megastars. I mean, I'll, I'll give you. They, a, were, they were all they were all the ones that people turned their back on because of roids. Like sure. Mark McGuire was. No, a, I agree. Mark McGuire was a megastar. Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it, he, I mean, a guy, if, if you're talking about a guy who wasn't even really all that good of a ball player when it was all said and done, Jose Canseco was a megastar. Uh, Bo Jackson was a megastar in Kansas City, but he was. But he was unique. Different. Yeah. 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 Clemens. Yeah, Clemens yeah. was a megastar. Yeah. Um. No, Doctor Linville wasn't a megastar. I mean, he's he, he is now. Ni- nice yeah. what he did for John and Fred's hair, but <laughs> no, Roy Halladay was a, a pretty big deal with the Blue Jays before, and then he died. But but yeah. not on that, not on that level. Uh, on on what level? Roger Clemens, Barry no, Bonds, no. Ken Griffey level. No, but he he also was Cy Young winner and sure. He was a good player. Hall of Famer. He's in the Hall of Fame now. Well, that's a different argument. Would he be in the Hall of Fame if he hadn't died tragically? Eh. Oh, by the way, the Jays did have Roger Clemens too. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I I think your your market argument is is but is also tainted. I mean, Roger Cle- was Roger Clemens a biggest star here as he was in New York? Um, I don't know. He, he didn't bring the announcer to orgasm like he did when he uh, <laughs> he went. And back. what's funny is in in Toronto he was about as good as he ever was. Well, that's where he learned. That's where he learned all the the tricks oh okay yeah the enhancement yeah, but i'm go. gonna give you a good enhancement maybe a good enhancement and it's uh enhancing your hair and that's by going to see dr linville and uh guys uh, the great thing about this uh procedure that he does these aren't hair plugs this, this isn't some goofy wig thing no what they do is they go in and, and he takes the hair that's on the back of your head where it always grows and he just puts it where it's not it's that simple and it's easy, minimal discomfort. There's no linear scar. There's nothing. You're back to your routine the next day. It's called the neograft procedure, and it's revolutionary. And it's been working for a lot of people. And it worked for me. All you got to do is go to 975hair.com, and you're going to get a free consultation. And talk to Dr. Linville. And while you're talking to him, take a look at his hair, because it looks fantastic. And he had it done, too. And he can do the same thing for you. And it's right now during the summer, man, Get it. this is the time to go get it done. Because it'll grow back in the fall, and you'll be like, oh, i got a whole new head of hair. And people look at you and say, hey, you look great. Did you lose weight? It's like, mm, maybe. I don't know. 975hair.com. Free consultation today. Get your hair back. 975hair.com. It's 
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. I'll, I'll, just, I'll throw some names out there for you. Okay. Uh, Roger Roger Clemens, we'd agree, right? Yeah. Uh, Roy Halladay, you disagree on. Robert, I disagree. Roberto Alomar, Hall Roberto of Famer. Alomar, great player, but was never a superstar. Like from a- yeah, see, I, I totally disagree. Joe Carter was the superstar because he won a World Series. I'm talking about guys that get on the cover of video games. Like the guys that... You know, I bet you Joe Carter. I would bet wall. money that if they were doing this back then, Joe Carter would have been on the cover one after that World Series. Okay. So, and I'm going to tell you that most American kids couldn't pick Joe Carter out of a lineup. Yeah. See. Okay. Were you even alive for that World Series? Yeah. How old were you? I was 12. Okay. If I show you Bryce Harper's head, people know who Bryce Harper is. No, they don't. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I bet I bet you could take Bryce Harper out there without his name on it and show him to everybody in this building, and I bet you one person would know who what he looks like. Okay. Okay. I've got every cover of the show from 06 <laughs> when it became the show through 21. Okay. Let's see how many of them were actual megastars or were they just, like you said yesterday, a flash in the pan where okay. you had a really good season and a half. Yeah. And, uh, 06, Big Poppy. He was a megastar. megastar. He became one, yeah. 07, David Wright. Uh, not no. a megastar. He played in New York, and he had a chance to be, but it didn't last long enough. Oh, eight, Ryan Howard. N- not a megastar. Oh, nine, Dustin Pedroia. Nope. I don't think so. Ten and eleven, Joe Maurer. No. Nope. Twelve, Adrian Gonzalez. No. Thirteen, Andrew McCutcheon. No. no. Fourteen, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, Good player, yeah, not but, a megastar. Yeah, that's a tough one. 15, Yasiel Puig. Definitely Ooh, not. Remember, he was supposed to be the next He base. was supposed to be a big star. Yeah. They were looking for a Latin star, and he just turned out to be a total loon, and they can't deal with that. Mm. Uh, yeah. 16, Josh Donaldson. No. Yes, megastar, see? <laughs> 17 was a throwback, Griffey. Okay. It's, yes, megastar. <laughs> 18, Aaron Judge. He's a megastar. 19, Bryce Harper. Megastar. 20, Javier Baez. Not a megastar. And 21, Fernando Tatis Jr. Again, he's one of those one, we'll have to wait and see, right? He feels right. that way and, now. And, but is it going to last three years from now? Yeah. Who knows? So at least, but I mean, Mike Trout's been the best player in baseball every year. <laughs> he didn't get on that list. And, well, when he's not hurt, he wins the MVP every year, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's there's no contest. I, I still don't know that people would recognize his face anywhere. If you walk around Houston, not, Texas, if he's in the not gallery, an Angels hat, definitely not. I'd bet more people would guess he was an NFL player than they would he was a baseball player. He is a little bit of a thick daddy. He's got a big old neck and big old yeah. shoulders. They would think he was some type of running back or something. You know, everybody would absolutely know who Bryce Harper is. That is just a dumb comment. If I if I go and we take a picture of his face without a baseball hat, and you walk around here and ask people who work in sports. I bet you you can. I bet you less than five percent can tell you that's Bryce. Oh, I disagree with that number. Why don't you have an intern do, or not an intern? One of the promo kids do it to random people at Stack Pickle tomorrow and ask. Well, those aren't people who work in sports. No, I'm just saying in general. 
Let's decide on one player, have a picture of him printed out that's not an Astro, and ask random people at the bar tomorrow, hey, do you know who this is? Yeah, you give, you give them, but see, the problem is if they listen, they're going to know. That's true. Yeah, now they'll know. But, but I we'll think have to trick them and give them a picture of Ichiro instead. But Aaron, Aaron Judge, you would recognize, of course. I, I guarantee people. But, and part of it is it's the Yankees. If you're a Yankee star, like let's put Aaron Judge on the Twins. Oh, he's not. He's not nearly the star. Yeah. So I think it's part of a, a bigger problem is that baseball doesn't have faces. I mean, they don't have. They guys. don't have enough. No, they 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 have guys who are really good, and I think. I think they're trying to force it out there. Or now. maybe the guys that they have that are big stars are just boring. Um, well, that's part of it. You know? Like, was Ricky Henderson ever boring? No. no. Ricky Henderson always said some crazy stuff about what Ricky Henderson was. And you're like, man, the guy talks about himself in the third person. That guy's badass. When you're a little kid, you think that stuff's cool. Yeah. And he was actually good at baseball. That was a win. There's not guys like that anymore. Bryce Harper never says... Bryce Harper's going back to winning the MVP this year. Bryce Harper's fixed everything that was wrong with him in the offseason, and you're going to see the best Bryce Harper that Bryce Harper's ever been. You never hear that. You would have heard that from Ricky. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeff Passan pointed it out yesterday. Uh, I think it was on uh, Keyshawn, uh, J. Will, and Zubin that MLB just has a crap marketing department. He has... Well, know, yeah, that, I agree with that. I think that's part of it. Is we You should know Bryce Harper's face. You should know Shohei Otani's face. You should know Fernando Tatis. Well, I, I, I could I mean, pick those guys out, yeah. Cause, but they're also unique looking. I mean, Tatis has the hair. You know, Otani has a translator. <laughs> but that's what he said. Nobody cares about baseball in Canada. Have you seen the stands at Blue Jays games when they play in Toronto? Yeah, in fact, I've been in the stands when they drew over 3 million fans two years in a row and they were good. So don't be nobody cares guy and then be wrong. 2018, 2018, when they sucked, the attendance was way down. But most years, they outdraw your Astros. So, sorry, nice try. Yeah, but they don't have Crawford Bach. That's what the Astros have that the Blue Jays can't match. They, they're selling, like, Labatt's Blue. It's terrible. Crawford Bach, delicious. That's what they've got at the Astros game. They've got, a, really, a whole bar of Carbach there for you. So, you can get damn near any Carbach beer you want there, which is great. Uh, and if you don't want beer, oh, they got ranch water. What? How many flavors? Four right now. More coming. Just you wait, friends. Uh, and Love Street, Hopadillo, uh, Light Circus, the, the Southern Wheat. The I mean, they, there's a t- Horseshoe Pills. They've got beers for every occasion. They've got be- beers for every taste. You're going to love it. Get out there on July 30th for the last ever episode of The Blitz. We're going to have a great time out there. Great beer, great food. Uh, and some beers on the wall that they've been saving for a while that you, you won't be able to try ever, ever again. So get out there and make sure you grab some. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That'll keep you up with the latest things going on with the brewery, with the restaurant, and with the concert series. And when you're out and about this weekend, make sure you grab yourself some Carbock. If you can't get enough of your favorite ESPN 97.5 show, we've got just the thing for you, and it's not f***ing safe for work. Won't somebody please think of the children? For all the uncensored interaction, head over to twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. Say what? 